you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? Uh, I'm grateful that work was a little bit quieter. Mm-hmm. Still had stuff to do, but it was less meetings. Uh-huh. And y'all know sometimes the meetings be the worst part. It's like... Especially when you got a whole day of meetings back to back. It's kind of like, you don't mind working, but like, mm-hmm. can we just not talk and I just work? Right. So it was one of those weeks where I had a fair amount of work to do, but I didn't have meetings. So it just felt like I had, I had more control of my schedule and how I worked. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. this... And then this weekend I had a lot of yard work, so I'm exhausted, mm-hmm. and I got to put in my budget <laughs> for him to do more. <laughs> Samuel, I need him to do more than just cutting okay, grass okay, okay, yeah, yeah. in the bushes. Mm-hmm. I need him to weed, mulch, the whole clear the trees, because let me tell you, yeah. me and my mama tied. Yeah, we, we have someone to do all that. I think the only thing we do ourselves sometimes is pull weeds tired because we just had to have somebody come we had a big hornet's nest and we had to get somebody to come get that down because we wasn't about to do yeah that. I, certainly i <laughs> definitely would be and um i did see two cicadas in my yard mm-hmm. one my mother did kill mm-hmm. the other one i screamed and ran <laughs> so they're definitely around i was talking to my they neighbor and he said he had like he could see in the back of his yard at least like fifty shells. Oh Jesus! So, fifty. But there weren't. But they're like barely none in my yard. So That's I don't know scary. what that is. Fifty. Oh. <laughs> then you want to stay inside. Clearly, they are around. If you get cicadas, I know some areas really have them. Like yeah. my coworker said, one day they were all over her fence, and she just like cleared and they flew away. I'm like, oh God! So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when they're going to be a full bloom. I read sometime hooded. this week. Yeah. They said I, by the 18th they should be in full effect. I'll be in the home <laughs> until they're gone. <laughs> and I got to go to an outdoor baby shower this weekend. <laughs> I'll be in my home. Um, Does this impact your Juneteenth plans? It might. That's why with the RSVP... You got to give me your email because if it's cicada, because I got a lot of trees. You got a, Cindy got a forest in her backyard. If it's cicada central, it's canceled. Or it'll be cut down. Right, and, significantly. And y'all will be in the house. Because, like, I mean, I didn't, I, I, no, no, no. I don't know. I ain't going to be able to enjoy my food. Right. Screaming and, and yelling the no. entire time. Mm-mm. I can't stand the things. my dad did the idea because we have two, you know the things we have on our patio. We have two of those. And he was like, we could be under there. I was like, I wouldn't even want to be in there with all the cicadas around it. Like, that would not make me feel scared. Because when I got to leave it, I'm going to be, you know. I'm like, so no, that is not going to help me. (laughs) If they that crazy, we will be inside. Hopefully they're not as bad as we remembered. Yeah, or hopefully at least by then they're gone. And maybe, like, they won't be as, I don't know. I'm just hoping they won't be as bad. Because they saying now that they may only last three weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, instead of the six to eight. So. Oh, that makes me feel better. Yeah, so... Three weeks I can handle. Right. <laughs> I'll still be in the house. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, Okay. So we shall see. Yeah. <laughs> um, my week was cool. It wasn't too busy at work. Um, Yeah, I don't really have much to report, honestly, from this week. It was kind of chill, thankfully. 
I'll, we I'll just... take advantage of the chill weeks. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so it was a good week. What's okay. happening in the media? Well, <laughs> the CDC didn't put out something mm-hmm. saying that vaccinated peeps no longer have to wear masks inside, outdoors, and no social distance. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the tongue smack. <laughs> Look, I think that was interesting. I personally feel like that was put out to signal non-vaccinated people mm-hmm. to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Because the way Joe is like, he kind of tweeted it and said it in, in a way of like, well, if you don't want to wear a mask, get vaccinated. Yeah. To make it like a, you want the mask to be gone, then you know what you need to do. Yeah. But I still think but it was too soon. I think it was too soon. Wait till like 50% and of people are... we are no. nowhere near herd status. So I think it was way too soon. And there are several stores who have taken away their mask mandate. Oh, yeah. Um, states have Maryland's mask mandate is gone. I have been out. I went to the Home Depot this weekend. I was happy that Home Depot's mask mandate has stand stand. So you really just got to look at the store. Yeah. Target still has theirs in place. Walmart took theirs away. Trader Joe's took theirs away. And I'm sure Sam's is coming um, right behind Walmart because they one company now. So the problem is none of these stores have a plan to check vaccination status, which means people who are anti-vaxxers plus people are against COVID-19 because I do think those are two different people. Yeah. You have people who are true blue anti-vaxxers who don't believe in vaccines, period. Right. And then there's a lot of people who just don't believe in this one particular. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a, a, a the reason why I don't like it is because it's too soon and there's another vulnerable population that isn't being thought of. Mm-hmm. There are people who would like to get the vaccine, but due to health reasons and disabilities, they cannot. Right. And so with the CDC's announcements and states and businesses being like, don't wear your mask at all, mm-hmm. you're to me, you're basically being like, fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. Because these people need all of us to wear masks, including themselves. Mm-hmm. And when you open this up, where people who are anti-vaxxers, and some anti-vaxxers may still wear their masks, so I'm not going to paint yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely the fools, some of these loopy-loop Republicans mm-hmm. who don't believe in a mask and think it's propaganda, we all know it's about to happen. Yeah. They're going to walk around with no mask because mm-hmm. they didn't like them in the beginning. And you can't prove that they And you not- can't prove they're not vaccinated. Right. And so, to me, I think it's terrible that they just are ignoring the vulnerable popu- uh, populations yeah, even that don't have a that, choice. For those that are immune immunocompromised that are even vaccinated, the vaccination hasn't been tested enough with immunocompromised people for them to determine that it will completely protect them like it protects everybody else. So, like, there are even vaccinated people that are still being put at further risk now. I think it's too soon. I think we will pay for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be wearing my mask point blank in the period. Yeah, I, got I just, g- girl, me too. <laughs> they must have dropped mine off and they okay. <laughs> I just got some N95 in black. Me too. So it so matches my outfit the so same ass. Yeah, okay, great. Okay. Same prom truck and everything. Okay. Pretty much. <laughs> it was prom delivery, baby. I was and like, I had prom, but it was the prom truck. I said, oh no, babes. I need new mask, heavy mm-hmm. duty, and in black. 
Because yeah. I have white N95s and they just don't the match. The black the, ones are so much cheaper. The outfits, they just don't match with my look. And I like N95s because they stay away from your face in case you right. have makeup on or whatever. You can breathe a little bit more, yeah. but it's like heavy duty. Mm-hmm. So that is what y'all be seeing me in for life at this point. <laughs> Because I don't trust it. Once again, you do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to remind people, we are in a, a, a panorama. Yeah, it's not over. So it's as not over. As much as they want y'all to As think. much as they're pushing it, yeah. it's not. Um, we're still in a global pandemic. Um, I do hope that... I did read that they would be sending some more supplies and vaccines to India. Mm-hmm. I hope that people, other countries, come together to help India. Because they're in a terrible dire state right with um covid and that's another reason why i'm like y'all we lift the standards and let's you, not yeah. get so comfortable here i really 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 hope that we don't have to shut back down but. i i honestly i think the summer will be all fun and games when it get cold again mm-hmm. i'm curious to see what will be and shanae will have her mask on mm-hmm. period okay they better not mess up our travel plans Please don't, because I got some stuff. I'm a fight. I'm a fight. <laughs> I'm a fight somebody. I do have some... I will be doing some traveling this summer. I'm definitely nervous about it. Mm-hmm. Travel that will require me to get on the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have my mask and face shield, and I am vaccinated, but I do have some nerves, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a C. Yeah. But, yeah, I do have a pretty nice summer planned. Mm-hmm. So I would like to, as safely as possible, enjoy my summer. I'm grateful that all the people I like to be around are vaccinated anyway. So I'm comforted there. But y'all just continue to be safe no matter what. And at the end of the day, we should always be giving each other personal space. Mm -hmm. We should always be washing our hands. Mm -hmm. And we should all stop being nasty. Here's a side note. I saw a TikTok video on Twitter today. Of this girl, and you can guess that don't shower. That, that she just conditioned. Yeah. She washes her hair and let it run down her body. And she don't literally doesn't wash her face. Her, oh no, she says she washed. Oh, her she washed her face, her hair, and her hair, and that's it. And she don't wash not her pits, not her hoot legs, oh, her vagina, like. nothing. She lets the hair conditioner right. and hair shampoo run down the back of her. I mean, how much shampoo is running off? And then even you know, and then Caucasian people wash their hair every day. Most of them, the people that shower every day, she does this once Once a week. So she bathes. I might even call it bathes. She washes her hair in the shower once a week. That's not even a whole bath. (laughs) It ain't. She whole bath. You hit the hot spots. She ain't hit nothing. She, She rinses once a week. Once a week. I hope she don't work out. Once a week, she washes her hair in the shower. That is what she does. Yeah. First of all, I can't go and I can't imagine not washing my face. Mm-hmm. Once you know what I mean, because like your, I feel like my face, especially if I have on makeup or if I feel sweaty, mm-hmm. if I feel dirty, like how do you just? See, I don't feel that about my face. I feel that about my pits, though. I feel that I'll definitely very easily with my face. Mm-hmm. I... <laughs> Because even, like, you know, y'all know, I work from home permanently now, and during this pandemic, most of us have been working from home. So you don't have to shower every day. But by day two, it's when I'm like, all right, I don't care if I don't have nowhere to go. It's I'm time a... for this to shower, because these pits. <laughs> like, Do you wear deodorant at home? Some days. Um, so in the beginning of the pandemic, I was working out every day. So at that point, I didn't wear deodorant at home, because I was 
showering every day. Now that I don't work out as often, I do because it's like I need these pits to stay hold. Like I need you to stay strong with me until tomorrow. <laughs> so I do wear deodorant in house. I don't wear deodorant in house, mm-hmm. but I I. I don't know. I don't really sweat like that. Mm-hmm. I don't really. I just started sweating, so I don't know. So I don't know. <laughs> I did not used to sweat before. But y'all, let's take showers more than once a week. <laughs> I know some people like to save water. Maybe they shower every other day, whatever. Mm-hmm. But let's if if you have access, because right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you have access to clean water to bathe, mm-hmm. I encourage us all to do it more than once a week. <laughs> Because that, I just was like... Because there are people who <laughs> that don't have access. Right. And would love to come use your shower. And would shower. love it. <laughs> and you up here, washing your hair in the shower. Yeah. Washing your face once a week. How do you do... Like, what? I feel like my face would be growing trees. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clean, y'all. Okay? I wonder how does she brush her teeth. Well, <laughs> she do everything once a week. I'm assuming she ain't touching them teeth. Mm. I need to go back. And I, I really want to know how she smells, though. That's why I said I hope she don't work Cause, out. Like, Cause I can't I, imagine. I just watched that video. Like, what the? Like, I know someone. They used to have an issue with their girlfriend because she would like go play soccer and then try to come home and like rub up on him. He's, <laughs> like, he's like, hey, hey you hey. smell like outside. If you don't get up off me, <laughs> like, <laughs> and so I can only imagine if she's working out and only shower, only rinsing once a week. Like, woof. Do she live by herself? She didn't say. I, I need know, to like. But... I need to go back to that TikTok and find her personal page to see what she do for a living. And she ain't had no shame in her game. She, she sure said did. it. So I'm not. And you know it's bad when even the white guys like. They were like, nope, Whoa. not on this page. Right, we are but... not with you. You was on there by yourself. Talking about the shampoo and conditioner <laughs> runs down her body. Probably got it took a microscope. It be fleas on her. Jeez. I'm sorry. You gotta wash. <laughs> you gotta wash. You seem so offended. It bothered me. <laughs> Conditioner and shampoo run down. That's worse than when some of her cousins was just talking about how they ain't washed their legs. Right. Because at least they let body soap run down. <laughs> right. <laughs> you doing conditioner and hair, and hair soap like? And that's running down your whole body. It don't get up in your cracks. <laughs> it don't get up where it need to get up. Right. Oh, Lord bless it. All right. And if it do, I got, like, that mess up your pH. Like, mm-mm. Wasn't it already impacted? <laughs> right. I don't know. Anyway. Okay, y'all, moving on. Um, Just some, like, TV updates that I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. So, Netflix is doing a Bridgerton spinoff on Queen Charlotte. Hmm. And I find that intriguing. Yeah. I'm intrigued by that. that drop? It didn't say, okay. um, but they got the green light for that. And I thought, oh, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, as we know, in Bridgerton, Queen Charlotte is played by a black woman. And, and, but there's history that mm-hmm. um, she was of color. Mm-hmm. I was reading something about it. Yeah. It's a whole lot so of, it's a lot of stuff that, that, of color that they hid. Correct. <laughs> it's just another one. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just some other... so. This is us announced that next season will be its last, and I feel like we should at least get a seven season because this current season is crap because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I personally feel like you should give a seven just to like wait because what season are we on now? Five. Okay, so they end this next year. 
I just feel like they cutting it off too early. I think This Is Us is a show that probably could go, I won't say as long as Grey's Anatomy, but closer to that length. But they said that... With these fast forwards and stuff, like, you But they said the show, supposedly, it was always supposed to just be six seasons. That's, and well, I was they like... Better, I better know who died when. I need to know who had kids, who stayed together. Well, I'm saying it must be a crazy sixth season because yeah. season five has been very flat. Partly because of the pandemic. It's been these super gaps in between episodes. I'm like, and that's we a, deserve a season seven because of this season five. Right, that's another thing. If you always plan for it to be six seasons, and this season obviously had to change to for the pandemic you like give us a little extra so that you could spread out the storyline as to what it was and ended the way it's supposed to be right correct um and also um what's the other show that's ending black Uh, blackish is ending uh mixed dishes getting canceled i never watched i really like mixed dish and i think white people could definitely benefit from watching it (laughs) because because since it's mixed dish they give the history of like how black people feel in white spaces Mm -hmm. because they're trying to raise mixed kids right right right. and so i'm like these white people can learn a lot from this (laughs) and it's getting canceled of course (laughs) like of course but i like it a lot so and then also tv tiana taylor in her Hubby mm-hmm. will begin a new series on E, and I'll say shout out to them because I'm very confident they're getting paid more money. Yeah, well, I always want because like they had that other show, but it was a very short season, and then they started to promote another season, but it never came up. So I'm just I don't know what happened with the show. Yeah, I think it was on VH1. Yeah, yeah, what happened with that? But hopefully this one sticks around longer. You know, I'm a fan. I love. I think them. they're a, such a cute family is so like energetic and just they're such a cute family so i'm i'm all for it and i would love reality tv um i know a lot of black people feel like reality tv is not positive spaces for us Mm -hmm. and i understand with a lot of the type of shows that are out and how it can be very um polarizing Mm -hmm. for us so i i think they would be um, just a nice refresh mm-hmm. when it comes to reality TV compared yeah. to what we see a lot when we see of ourselves in mm. reality TV. Right, right, right. So, I'm And she it. know how to make a dollar because she says she wasn't doing music no more, but she's like, I'm handing y'all everything else. Right. <laughs> like, so. And I still hate... I know, me too. She, you know, very she talented. she such a hard time in her career. And I understand why she's support. made that choice. Yeah. But she's very talented and makes wonderful music. It's yeah. just unfortunate. But that also lets you know, as I think we all know, that the music industry Sucks. is beyond actual talent. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a machine it's about that makes decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all know that it's not about how much talent you have at the mm-hmm. end of the day, right. unfortunately. Because yeah. if it was truly about talent, a good portion of the artists that we listen to wouldn't have gotten a chance. Right. right. And I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Next, I want to talk about a show that's going to be on Facebook Watch. I don't really watch Facebook Watch, but I want to try this. A competition show called Thick House. You heard of it? Mm, it's a show with Takara is a judge. I love her. Um, also with Megan Thee Stallion's old stylist. Um, okay. I forget his name. And then another uh, influencer. I follow her. Her name is Kelly. Mm-hmm. It's on Facebook Watch. And so it kind of gives you America's Next Top Model, but for plus size women. Okay. So I wanted to shout out the. I wanted to shout out whoever created that. Mm-hmm. And I want to shout out Thick House because Takara is definitely. 
a known entity, especially in black community. And she didn't get her just due for her time there. And she was truly a pioneer. Mm -hmm. Um, So shout out to her in that show. I wanted to ask you your thoughts because I know you listened to the podcast with Joe Button. What are you thinking? So I don't know at all. We need a whole podcast to talk about. Oh, really? It's so much. Because I know. Okay. So maybe that does need to be a topic because I know you're a long time listener. I've listened to a few episodes, but I, I haven't I been a long time listener. I am no longer listening. I'm done. Really? Yeah, Joe. He too took much. It, he took it too far in. Don't get me wrong, because he's like he's starting to apologize and backtrack. But the pod will never at this point. The pod will never be what it was. So I'm good. I'm good on it. Um, I know the soap opera is not over. Uh, because do you think that could be? Do you think it can be fixed? I think their friendships could be fixed but not i don't think they together. would want to do the pod anymore i think i don't think it can come back um i think joe will of course move forward with it with different people um but for me you listen for all of them yeah 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 so okay. um i think i'm good on them and good on joe because i just he just too much. Mm, yeah, it was way too much. So, well, like I said, the soap opera not over. So maybe we'll have to have a a, a breakdown episode because it's so much. So I can learn because I've and read I, a few things. I heard a few things. I'm like, what happened? And like the thing about it, as we know, being in business with friends is a different beast. You do have to go about things a little bit differently. But at the end of the day, there has to be a level of transparency and respect, point blank, period. And you should want to have that because we are friends. I was about to say, I personally think working with friends, to me, it it means you need to have even... I hate to say a higher level of communication, but even a higher level of communication because it is not just business. Mm -hmm. You're intertwined personally. Mm -hmm. And to me, like you said, because you're friends, to me, the respect should be naturally higher. Right. Because it's like, now we friends and we got this business, but we're friends. So I want to make sure we straight on both ends. And I think, Honestly, the podcast lasted as long as they did because they were trying to make it work because of the friendship, which is sad because it's like you stay in a bad situation for longer than you probably should have because of the loyalty of being friends. But you shouldn't have to do that with your friends. I agree. And I think when you decide to go into business with a friend, you really need to have very clear lines Mm -hmm. of who's doing what, money, investment, for the sake of your friendship, make it clean. And also, and I think we learned this, you have to also be intentional of spending time outside of just the podcast. Correct. Because it can get very easy to just be like, oh, I'm going to see him when we pod. But that's business. You right. want to spend time outside of that. And it, like I said, it's easy to not do so, but you just have to be intentional to of nurturing the friendship. Right. So, well, yeah, it's a lot. And like I said, I'm sure it ain't over. Knowing Joe, it ain't over. Okay. He's he going to have more to say. <laughs> All right. Like, yeah. Moving on to Bravo slash pop. <laughs> We're just going to, I'm going to briefly talk about Atlanta, the final part of the reunion. Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> right? That guy's completely over. When I tell you, that got eclipsed so fast. Mm-hmm. Portia stopped the world, child. She just stopped the world. Mm-hmm. So. Let's talk, guys. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't want to be too long, but we got to talk about this. Right. So Mother's Day happens, 
and Portia posts a picture with Dennis, her child's father, and this man at the time because I saw the picture. I didn't feel like I remembered the man. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what that was. Mm-hmm. The next, I mean, maybe later that day. <laughs> I don't even think the next day, later that day mm-hmm. or the next day, she posts a picture with this man mm-hmm. and says she's in love. Matter of fact, because I don't want to quote, I don't want to misquote nobody. <laughs> so let me just pull it up. I don't want to misquote nobody. Here we go. Is her comment still off? You know it's bad when you got to turn your comments Her off. comments are still off. So, she posts a picture with this man. Our relationship began a month ago. Yes, we are crazy in love. I know it's fast, but we are living each day to its fullest. I choose happiness every morning and every night. Tuning out all the negative energy and only focus on positive wishes. He makes me so happy, and to me, that's what matters most. For all of you that need the facts, I get the optics. We're going to come back to this part. (laughs) But Simon filed for divorce from a previous marriage in January. I had nothing to do with their divorce filing. That's between the two of them. Fallon and I are not friends, and Simon's divorce has been settled. Our relationship is positive, loving stepping, no, a loving step forward in everyone's lives. Simon and Demis Dennis are committed to being respectful and supportive of my happiness in the situation as well as being the best co-parents they can be to baby PJ. Two black men stepping up and being amazing people. Let's praise them. It's truly beautiful in my life. Yada, yada, yada. And that's when the internet just blew up. (laughs) So guys, I've mentioned Fallon before in my Bravo moments. Very rarely because... This season was weird. She was introduced on a friend, and there was supposedly a lot more content with her there, Mm -hmm. but production cut it. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason people were like, what the hell, is because Fallon entered the show as Portia's friend. That is how she was introduced. Mm -hmm. There were scenes of Portia and Tanya and her sister at Fallon's house with Simon, Mm -hmm. enjoying their home and their pool and things of that nature. So for her to say, I'm with this man, and to turn around and say... Her and I aren't friends, and we have nothing, and I have nothing to do with their separating. Really put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are like, Portia, what is this? Mm -hmm. How you claim to not be friends? Yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. So here are my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Now, prior to her posting up with Simon, we do know that they were getting a divorce that was announced. Now, allegedly, Fallon cheated on Simon. Mm -hmm. And that was the end of their marriage. Now, when Portia says they are not friends, that actually could be true. Right. And I'll tell you why. We all know that the Housewives franchise has moved beyond actual real friendships. Mm -hmm. And... It, it's much more of a business of getting new women added to the show. And because the show is supposed to be this group of women friends, they cannot introduce a cast member or a friend of the show as a stranger. Mm-hmm. They have to come in with someone. Right. Now, why was it Portia? Because Simon, her current fiancé, and Dennis, her child's father, were in the same business community, supposedly has have done deals in the past. So that's really how she knew him, mm-hmm. through Dennis. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they've known each other as couples. Now, the reason why this gets weird is, if you go back to the show, when she meets Simon, she actually she doesn't know who she is, and that was the first time meeting. Mm-hmm. So one, y'all, this should let you know how much of reality TV th- these days is staged and faked. Mm-hmm. She already knew Fallon. 
because she met Fallon through Simon through Dennis. Mm-hmm. So she already knew this man. Mm-hmm. Now is it true that they are not they could they could not be friends? That is probably true. Yeah. They're more probably associates. Is it still cringy? Yes. Mm-hmm. No matter what they want to say, let's go back to her statement. I know about the optics. She know it looks weird. Right. Because even if they weren't friends, they were associates, they've hung out with each other socially, their husband well, not husbands, her man and her ex-husband now, they were mingling, they've been out with each other as couples. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Is it a girl code violation? Some say yes, some say no. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think yeah. it's a girl co- I think it's weird. Like, I, I don't like it. I think it's weird. I think it's weird, but I don't... I, I can't, can't say, say that girl code because they're not friends, exactly. friends, but I don't know. I don't think that'd be something I would do. Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know. I think it's. I would try to avoid it. I would try. Well, she ain't try. Because after a month, they in love. Because right. not only are they together, they engage y'all. Well, because I think that's the people, that's the more, the bigger part that is not. And that's why people, people aren't believing a month. Because it's like, okay, y'all knew each, the couples knew each other. They get, they filed for divorce in January. And now you already in love with this man. And getting married. married. So it's not like y'all just coming out to be a couple. Right. It's we're getting married. And the reason why that also gave me pause is because she is a mother. How much time could her daughter have spent with him? And frankly, that man has about a dozen children. Not a dozen. He got like six or seven kids. But it makes it seem like for this to happen. But it made it it seem like correct. And that's why people are saying assess. Because one would think if you're getting married and getting married where you have children, that that would be a part of their process. Mm -hmm. And while her daughter is young, she's two, three years old, his children are of age where they can have, they can verbalize opinions in a bigger way. Mm -hmm. I think his oldest child is like 18. Mm -hmm. I think his youngest you know, he has, what, 10 years old, 13, 14, 16, so it's a little bit different. Right. And so one will hope that the children are being considered in these sort of decisions, and in a month span of time, you're like, no way that that's all cohesive. On right. top of the fact that he was already, that his children were already saying goodbye to a, a stepmother. This is Simon's, I think, third or fourth potential marriage. So God bless his children anyway. Because that's my thing. It's not. I'm not saying that people can't fall in love and want to get married within a couple of months. But it's just so many moving parts that it's like... Where it feels like, is this all happening in a month? Right. People are calling. And the fact that she specified a month. Because she could have said that they started dating in February after he filed for divorce. But she making it clear but to say it's, it's a, a month. month. Right. So, like, dang, was you meeting a new kid every week, girl? Mm, like... <laughs> For real. (laughs) So then Fallon makes a statement and she just says, you know, thank you for everyone's call and support. She's like, I'm managing and just focused on finalizing my divorce. Mm -hmm. So then everyone's going back like, when a Portia lied, they said they're divorced. They're not really divorced. Mm -hmm. So it's all this back and forth. Well, some states you have to be So for some, but I said, but it, it could be settled, but they're not divorced yet. Right. Which means statement, you know, what she get, what he get, that's all cleared up. Mm-hmm. And they're just waiting to that particular court date where it's actually finalized. So Especially like because things were like pushed back and on pause because of the pandemic and blah, blah. And so. if they have a lot of, and I'm sure they had a prenup, but making sure statements is clear or whatever. It's true. They, they may not be, child. right. They still might not be completely divorced. Yeah. Yeah. But... 
it's clear that she is not she has not put out a statement to make it clear that that they that there wasn't no overlap between them two. Mm-hmm. And now there are stories that there's a possibility that Fallon and Portia could both be pregnant oh, Jesus. by Simon. And all I just said, oh, Lord, I think my braids, a couple braids fell out uh-uh. when I read that. Who knows if that's true? But what I will say is, what I don't like is all this movement that's not on camera. As yeah. we know, they're not yeah. even filming right now. Right. And right. they're not supposed to start filming to the summer. Yeah. So this is a bunch of crap. <laughs> on top of the fact that it was also just recently announced that Portia's getting her own little spinoff special. Mm-hmm. Which is why, I don't care what nobody say, which is why she came out with Simon publicly. Because mm-hmm. what did this do? It's her her special. When did it film? I think they're starting to film now. Okay, so. But all this frenzy and media attention she was given just to turn around and have the have her show be released, it's just really good timing. Yeah. Because did she and Simon need to come forward right now? No. Yeah. I wonder, but is the what's the focus of the spinoff? Well, supposedly the spinoff was in the works prior to her meeting Simon. Okay. But I'm saying that's why it seems so. It's. I'm saying that I believe that she got the spinoff prior to them dating and getting engaged because it was only a month. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying the announcement of them being together, Mm -hmm. she knew when her show was going to be announced. I'm saying that was done purposefully. Because while the world is in a whirlwind over this, Mm -hmm. you can now media can also drop that you have this show. So it's like peak attention. Yeah, it's good promotion. It's good promotion. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying that it made sense to drop that and then have press release about your new show. Right. And I believe the show was in the works prior. They was only together for a month. I'm very confident that 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 deal was settled. Mm -hmm. And, you know. I I have a feeling that she's specifying a month because if it was more than a month, then there would be some overlap. So I feel like she's being very decisive Because Right, because she's like, the optics, I don't want y'all to think, Mm -hmm. we started dating here, it's been a month, and that's where we're here. There's no overlap. Because she could have said a couple months or a little bit of time. Like, she didn't have to say but a month. She's ma- she's marrying someone who a little messy. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's been a lot of circulations about women he's dated before Portia, which would have only left, I don't know, two more months of free time before he met her. Mm-hmm. And he posted, like, um... Something like, I haven't really dated that many women. If you can find women that has dated me while I dated Portia, I'll pay $50,000. So he's a messy queen. Because yeah. I'm like, who are you, sir? So they both like attention. So they probably meant for each other, child. <laughs> so we'll see where that would go. But Portia had the world just like, what? I was about to say, because, you know, I don't watch nothing, but I... You heard about it. All the tea. Okay. <laughs> Everybody was talking about it. Think mm-hmm. pieces, opinions. I think it's weird. I stand by it. It feels icky. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, oh, Portia. Yeah. Like, whatever. And the last thing I'll say, when people bring up his money, they're like, well, Portia's a smart girl. First of all, Portia's never dated anyone broke. Mm-hmm. If we look at her history, she was married to an NFL. Dennis was an entrepreneur with money. And I genuinely don't believe his money was a factor. Yeah. Now, I know my, y'all may not believe me, but, like, let's not act like she don't have money. Mm-hmm. She's been on TV for a long time. She has businesses. She okay. Right. Yeah. Now, what I will say is, is she gonna date someone who don't have money? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people with money hang out and date other people with money. I mean, she met him because of the business stuff. Correct. <laughs> it's very common. So, mm-hmm. when people keep bringing up the money angle... I mean, 
who y'all think she's gonna end up with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy who drive the bus. Sure, anything is possible, but probably not. Yeah. Where would she have met him? It's like the circles. On the bus. Like... Exactly. <laughs> she wouldn't be on one. That's what I'm saying. It's like the circle thing. Yeah. He was in her circle. He was in her circle. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Closer than you think. Okay. <laughs> she was over there. He was over there. And she was right there. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I just feel like the money thing is invalid mm-hmm. and, and like enough. Yeah. All right. So that was pretty far over because I have nothing else to say. <laughs> Um, Married to Medicine was pretty good. I think it was interesting to see Anil is the new girl, remember? And she has been in through Toya. And to me, has kind of defended Toya and been on Toya's side. But it's come to Anil's attention through, like, the neighborhood that Toya's been talking smack about her. Mm-hmm. And that's really hurt her feelings. And when she confronted Toya... Toy was very dismissive. Oh, girl, stop it. You're being foolish. And Neil's like, no, I'm not. Like, where else? Th- no one else could have known this but you. You mm-hmm. have to be the one talking behind my back. Mm-hmm. Toya never really admitted it. And for the record, she did. Because this was about, apparently, when they was on a DC trip, Toya got hair and makeup, and Anila hadn't paid the hair and makeup person. Mm. And that's the specific rumor that was going around the neighborhood. Now, how else would anyone else know that but Toya? Unless the makeup artist flew flew down to Atlanta to tell the neighborhood women that, no, it was Toya. Mm -hmm. And I wonder how that friendship would change because... As we know, Toya has been on one this season, but I feel like Anila has been sort of in her posse, and now with Toya burning the bridge with Anila Conda and not really copping to the fact that she was talking crap, Mm -hmm. I wonder where their dynamic will go. Mm -hmm. Very small. Like I said before, Married to Medicine is some good stuff, baby. (laughs) Quality reality TV Mm -hmm. that actually feels... A little bit more reality. Because the women do have, like, real ties to each other mm-hmm. beyond your traditional housewife show that is a little bit more, a little bit more of, like, a jobby job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Oh, last thing, last thing about Bravo. As we know, they're doing a lot of diversity hires. Mm-hmm. Uh, Word on the street is a black housewife will be, joining New, will be joining New Jersey. We know Ebony is a black housewife who has joined New York, which... I like her on New York. Mm-hmm. She is throwing African-American history up in it, and I love it. And, of course, the white women are like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't. Um, I'm curious to see how she will continue to mesh. Um, Dallas hasn't added a black woman, but they added an Asian woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I um, didn't watch the show. I watched the reunion just to get a flavor of it. And... I know Bravo is pretty white, and the Housewives are pretty white, but Dallas is, like, too white. It's southern white. It's, like, too white to watch. Mm-hmm. And watching in Reunion, it was very clear that she had some... There were some cultural things. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the women, Cameron, was being very inappropriate. Um, and then there was this Twitter war with her husband and got involved. Very racist remarks were being made oh, to the point where Bravo put out a statement pretty sure she's going to lose her job as she should Mm -hmm. but the one thing that I think Bravo needs to be aware of 
and as a longtime black viewer, you guys doing diversity hires does not change the fact that y'all been employing these problematic racist women. Mm-hmm. And you just putting some color in it isn't necessarily going to stop their problematic behavior. Right. So if y'all really bout it, then she should lose her job. Mm-hmm. If there's another season of Dallas, that woman should not be on it. Right. If you're going to be standing with the black community and the Asian community and Hispanic community, then stand. Mm-hmm. And not do performative hires. Right. Right. Signed, a longtime black Bravo watcher. <laughs> and that's all I got to say. That was a lot. Mm. But it was a lot to talk about. Um, Is there anything else that you've been watching that we need to talk about? I can't think of anything. Else. Not really. I feel like I've been doing a lot of repeats. Mm-hmm. I do have a list of some new shows I want to try. Um, I did try to go back to the Jamie Foxx show on mm-hmm. Netflix. I can't get into it, babes. I told you. Yeah, I couldn't. Do I really it. And wanted, I wanted to. to. I tried to force myself. I, I couldn't do it. I had to. I was like, well, let me watch it again. That's the only one I tried again. Mm-hmm. It ain't for me. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I heard good things about the Upshaws with Mike Epps. I saw the preview for that today. So and I, I started watching, but I was tired. I was so like, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna give that a shot. Yeah. I heard that it was funny. Yeah. Um. So I'll try that, but I couldn't get with Jamie's show. Yeah, and I, I really wanted. I wanted to. to. It so wasn't bad. hitting for me. No, it wasn't. Alrighty, so we have two questions of the week since we didn't record last week. Um, um, what is your go-to drink at a bar? Um, Joyful Lock said a margarita or a De Serona and Coke. Jazz Dimple said Old Fashioned or Casamigos and Lemonade. Um, Black Travel Love said I just asked them for something fruity and with rum. I suck at ordering drinks. Living a Rich Life said Old Fashioned. Reese P said depends on my mood and who's who's paying but usually a specialty cocktail containing rum or malibu and pineapple and then it's me tiara four said tequila sunrise hold the sunrise i'm i'm yeah <laughs> you, you're i'm a te- tequila person so yeah but i typically do um it do depend on my mood mm-hmm. if i'm feeling mild i'll do wine mm-hmm. oh yeah but i do love any tequila based drinks also like a little ginger ale and uh is it bourbon whiskey either one they in the same family yeah, jack and ginger yeah yeah i like that as well mm-hmm. i i will look definitely if they have specialty cocktails i'm definitely good for looking through those and choosing whichever ones have bourbon or whiskey in them that's my go-to um if i'm like chilling or if it's like a first date i might get some wine or, like, if I'm somewhere and it's, like, I'm just stopping through, I'll just get some wine. Um, but other than that, like, anything with bourbon or whiskey, pretty much, um, are, is my go-to. Um, and then we had a would you rather have to hunt and gather all of your food or eat only McDonald's for every meal. Um, Kara Spence said hunt and gather. My kids can't eat Mickey D's forever. Um, the big DM said McDonald's trailhead. Justin said, I don't think I have what it takes to be able to kill something with my own hands or a weapon. So for that reason, I have to take McDonald's. Lori star said, damn, hunting and gathering is making me hungry. Just from the thought of it, McDonald's, it is I'll just order a small, um, Sandy cheek said the gather part. I don't mind, but that hunt and then the upside down emojis, um, Reese P said, woo, this is a tough one, especially because I abhor." McDonald's, but I'm not a hunter. I'll hunt and gather, but follow a vegan diet, so no hunting necessary, just gardening. Desgard said McDonald's. Uh, so what is your? Selection? I guess I'll have to hunt and gather. Could hunt and gather also mean steal? <laughs> I 
y'all steal some meat. Um, no. I feel like hunt. That feel like hunt and gather sounds a little like colonization, and they steal. So I feel like if I could also steal, then hunt and gather. Because I'll steal a chicken. I'll steal some bacon. That's hunting. Because <laughs> you. I gotta search for it. Oh, I would definitely hunt. I don't want to do Mc. I can't do McDonald's every day. I don't, yeah, no, no, I don't they don't do have that. enough options. They don't. I would definitely hunt and gather because I don't think I would have a problem killing an animal as long as I'm using every piece of that animal. I'm doing it because I need to. I think I would do more fish though because I ain't yeah, gonna be yeah. slaughtering no 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 fish. chicken. I'm be fishing. <laughs> I gotta yeah. do it that way. I always low key wanted to live on a farm, so I'm definitely with the hunt and gather. But it would definitely just be very ethical, like. We not hunting and gathering for kicks and giggles. We getting what we need, and when we get it, we use every piece. We using the bones to make broth. We doing okay. all of that. All right. So, that's what I would do. I, I would love to have, like, a little chicken coop in my backyard and, like, grow all my veggies and stuff. But that's just me. All right, guys. So, today, we are sitting down with one of our very lovely friends, KG, um, for a great podcast conversation. Can you introduce yourself to our audience? Hey y'all, I'm KG, but if you know me on social media, you might know me as Miss Finesse and the Flash coming to y'all live and direct. Um, how is how is everybody? How y'all been? How y'all how you how was your week and weekend going? Surviving, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've been good. You know, staying busy, <laughs> staying safe, staying black. <laughs> you know how so have you been? I've been good. Uh, I went to my friend's birthday party last night. Mm-hmm. They're currently in Mexico, living it up. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm just been chilling, having a good time, looking for a new job. Same old, same old. Yeah, the adult life. <laughs> yeah. So you guys know, um, we went to college together. Yes. And KG was our freshman year RA. RA. So mm-hmm. yeah, so we've known each other for a very, very long mm-hmm. time. Right. And then later on, became my LS. So yeah, hey. interesting. We've all like we knew each other since probably the first day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so and we've just been connected all the way through since college. Yep. Yeah, we have rap battles. They try to take your girl out this world, oh but it's all okay. Right. We overcame that. <laughs> we gotta not live in the past. <laughs> you it's just it's okay. We won. We the gotta rap not battle. live in the past. And that was oh you won? 10 oh. Years ago. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was. That's wow. It's exactly. That is crazy mm-hmm. that that was that that much time has gone past. Yeah. It doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't. Old days where we would sit just like this and record our literally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In front of our computer and put them on Facebook. Guys, don't go looking for them. Um, <laughs> I definitely <laughs> hit them on mine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, no they're way. still there on mine. They're hidden. You ain't going to be able to see them on mine. <laughs> but, yeah, those are some good things. So, anyways, um, to get into the conversation, and we wanted to bring, talk about sexuality, virginity, all of those things. And so, I wanted to start off, KG, you identify as a virgin, right? Yes, I am a virgin. <laughs> so, but what does being a virgin mean to you, though? Because that's whole I identify stuff. So I was like, no, I am. <laughs> but what does it mean what is being a virgin oh i mean i've never had sexual intercourse i've never given head never got head never you had to think no i'm trying to think if i forgive i have given a hand job 
Okay. okay. <laughs> but nothing like finger pops or nothing like that. Right, right. And, uh, <laughs> so yes, if I'm you just... were to give or receive it, would you no longer consider yourself a virgin? No, I'd still be a virgin because it's not penetration. I always considered that. I always considered... Okay, so one, if we're being with the times you, you don't want to say lost virginity or whatever right. but i always considered that need to be penetration we'll see i think that's like do you count fingers penetrating or your tongue <laughs> penetrating or a toy or a toy but and but here's my thing that's why i don't say penetration uh, it no. means you um have no are no longer a virgin because what about people that don't penetrate one another um like lesbians they don't penetrate all the time some of them do I but, that, I but i wouldn't consider you they not all of them don't know <laughs> and so you can not be a virgin and not penetrate or never or not get penetrated so okay that's a separate question <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm because sex for them doesn't always involve penetration though i mean any kind of sex doesn't always involve penetration i know but Anyway, just don't. But being sexual and having sex are two different things. Like, okay. I think they can be sexual. They can do sexual things. But having sex, I think, is penetration. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't agree. Because sex is actually having children. So, technically, you don't penetrate nothing. You ain't going to have no kids. I mean. What's, this, what's, the, what's really the definition? I'll pull up <laughs> as we're speculating now that I'm because, sitting here. Because the thing is, every time you have sex, the purpose is not to have kids. So, But I, what she's saying, scientifically, mm-hmm. that is the purpose of sex, is procreation. I don't agree mm-hmm. with that. Is that what I'm, you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Um, <clears throat> but the definition of sex is sexual activity, including specifically sexual intercourse. Um, that's the first definition. The second one is either of the two main categories, male and female, into which humans and most other living things are divided on the, um, that's like gender. No, yeah, try sexual intercourse. Maybe look that up. Okay. Okay. Because I know what you were saying, KG, just with like, you thinking of sex as procreation. Yeah, because that's, because like, we as humans, we don't always have sex to procreate, but I think that's what, that's what sex is for. And yeah, I don't agree with that. I think sex was also intended for pleasure because that's why we have organs that don't help us procreate, but they are still sexual pleasure uh, organs. I think it goes along with having sex that that's a benefit, but I do think that ultimately if the benefit of the point of having sex was to procreate. I see um, what you're saying and I see why you may disagree, but I, that's what I think anyway. So the okay. definition of sexual intercourse is Sexual contact between individuals involving penetration, especially the insertion of a man's erect penis into a woman's vagina, typically culminating in an orgasm the eja- and the ejaculation of semen. Okay, Mary. I don't agree with that at all. Miriam just got right to it. <laughs> that was from Oxford, but... Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't agree with that definition because then, like, by this definition, a lot of things would not be considered sexual intercourse. Yeah, intercourse, being sexual, yes, but sexual intercourse, no. I agree with that. What do you think, Shania? You look perplexed. <laughs> I was actually thinking, I feel like I'm I'm in the middle of both of y'all because, like, I get what you're saying, KG, because it's, like, procreation boink boink have a baby and that is um with all sort of creatures outside of humans 
that whole idea of fornicating in that way for offspring mm-hmm. i understand that thought of sex is for procreation now it is meant to be pleasurable mm-hmm. so i get what you're saying too i kind of feel like they go together mm-hmm. now the reason i mm-hmm. know what you're saying is because we do know that you can get orgasms in a variety of ways that yes. don't involve <laughs> you can wear some tight jeans and so that's why i feel like i'm in between like i'm mm-hmm. in between y'all and i also I don't think disagree that... with neither one of y'all <laughs> i also think the definition is just very heteronormative and that's not what, right it's yeah. not really current with the way people identify um just sexual orientation it doesn't mm-hmm. encompass everyone yeah so that would make it so I, once again, so I understand you being like, I don't agree. Yeah. So how about I just agree with both of you? <laughs> and <laughs> there you go. So with being a virgin, do you have the plan to wait till marriage? Or like, why? Mm-hmm. I don't want to say, why are you a virgin? Because that's a weird question. But well, why? <laughs> I know it feels weird. And it's, and it's not in a... Uh, because that's, a, like, that's like, that's like, somebody's like, why are way. you single? Like, uh... <laughs> that's hilarious but but why i get get it yeah but why no i'm sorry (laughs) um i mean i'm not waiting till marriage and while i am a religious person it's not because you know i'm a christian whatever that i'm waiting to have sex that's always the number one question like oh is it because no it's not the reason Mm -hmm. um actually i was ready in 2014 it was it was a close call no it was a very (laughs) close call but no it's just because i just haven't found anybody i just like if I was just tired and it's like, oh, you know, give it up. But I feel like I've waited this long. So if it doesn't happen the way I wanted to, then what's the point if I've waited this long? And it's not like a well, let me be let me be clear. Mm-hmm. I could have had sex numerous times. It's literally I was I went to college. Like it could have been, oh, come over. Da, 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 da. But <laughs> well, it's just I, I, I think men are pretty easy. So if you're yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just speaking, I'm gonna be right now. I could only make a call right now. I think and, I think I think heterosexual men are easy mm-hmm. and the men could come oh, in, yeah. but I think they are. I no, think they are. could contact multiple people right now mm-hmm. and their response would be, when? <laughs> exactly. So it, I, it doesn't I, take I mean, really much of anything. Easy. Especially on like these group meetings and stuff. It, it yeah. Flights would have been caught. <laughs> Hotels would have been purchased. Drinks, food would have been uh, purchased as well. But it's like, where's this... Just to have sex, just to have it, no, because I, I want the whole emotion. I want to like have like a meaning. Yeah, I want meaning behind it, at least for the first time. After that, who knows? But <laughs> this time, I want it to be meaningful. And, so, then, and I used to say, you know, for a boyfriend and stuff, but at least somebody who I feel comfortable enough to. And there's like enough to. care and consideration. Yeah. So I get that because yeah. I am not a big, I'm not a casual sex person. I just, my vagina won't turn on. There has to be a level of connection. My vagina ain't handicapped. <laughs> there has to be a it. level of connection. I don't have to be in love with the person. They don't got to be in love with me, but there has to be enough of a connection and care for me, to, for my vagina to turn on, honestly. Right. Exactly. So I get it. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. So, but would you wait till marriage? Say if you were with a partner that wanted to wait till marriage, would you do that? I, I mean, I would because you can't miss what you never had, but mm-hmm. you could want what you never had. So I'd be mad. <laughs> I could do it. <laughs> but you I've done it this long. Mm-hmm. So how does has being a virgin impacted your dating life, or like have you met people that like mm, I don't want to be with no virgin? Like I actually haven't. Mm-hmm. It's either 
people think I'm lying, which I'm like, why, why would I lie about that? Well, Either I, I'm I, lying. Right. I think it's abnormal, so that's probably why. People yeah. I've even met a couple male virgins my age, and that's why I was like, no, you are lying. But no, it's <laughs> David Thompson. <laughs> but it's like a man. I'm like... Yeah, so it's very... It's di- yeah. Oh, men be, be And two were the bros. I was like... <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, um, what was I saying? What was I saying? How has it impacted your dating life? Oh, yeah. So it's either they don't believe me or then I become like a child. Like, I, I, I don't, I'm not hesitant or I'm not scared to say mm-hmm. that I'm a virgin, but I, I do kind of like feel out the person I'm talking to before I let that information be known. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, once I say that, I already know what's about to follow after. It happens every time. So it's either like, a, oh, well, you know, I could be your first or, oh, well, why did you wait? Or it's like, oh, well, if you date me, we'd have to do that. I'm like, okay, so whatever. Then moving on. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because I feel like what I see is a lot of people saying that they wouldn't want to even, they wouldn't want to be anyone's first person at this age. I see a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes I've seen that before and I see a couple perspectives. One, I think they think too highly of themselves. I think the other person is going to be so hooked on them. <laughs> yeah. Like, like sink to them because they were their first. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> I, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. And two, I see a lot of times I would have to teach them, da, 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 which I think is, is stupid because any new partner you right. should be having exactly. a conversation with right. about your sexual preferences, if you have kinks, whatever. You should have you should be having a sex chat with any new person anyway. Right. So exactly. if the person was a virgin or not, it really wouldn't matter. Right. Because if you have a virgin you, you're talking. Right. Right. I get that. Because I could be also, out the gate amazing. You would never know. I would exactly, never know. Exactly. But the, also, I don't like the, that when people think because they've had maybe a lot of partners or a lot of sex, they think they're sex masters. You can still be trash. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Oh, well, you know, I've had such and such, such and such. And that doesn't right. mean anything. Mean, what does that that mean? literally means nothing. Yeah. There is no correlation there. <laughs> so, d- have you done. I don't want this to sound nasty. Have you done? Because it's I don't intend for it to be taken the way that it's gonna sound. Oh, okay. but, what are you about to say? Have you done self exploration to just to determine what your, are your sexual problems? Have I masturbated? Is that the question? No, that's not what I'm asking. That's why I said oh. I knew it was gonna sound like that. But like you know, there are like kink quizzes and things like that to see what you would. Be oh, I'm to. vanilla. I'm highly vanilla. <laughs> How do you know you're but vanilla? I'm a voyeur because of the questions they asked. But she, but you know you're a voyeur because you like watching. Well, that's what the thing said. <laughs> that's what. The, but, <laughs> so you have done things like that just to see what you would be mm-hmm. in, interested in when the time comes with a partner and you could share. Like I say, like four years ago is when I finally I was like, well, I guess I have to give head. Like I was so against <laughs> that for like ever, but then I was like, you know what? You know, be fair out here. I finally came to the realization, understanding that one day I will have to give head. <laughs> You don't have to. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, if, if if I want to be fair, you know, I want to get hit. So therefore, you know what I'm saying? If my man wants to Also, just so you know, there are people who will give. Oh, no. I haven't found one yet, and I'm waiting. If I find one like that, they, they need to be locked down. I know somebody that he doesn't know, like getting hit. He only likes giving. I've had six. Six or nine. You, you know the number. <laughs> oh, Lord. And, and it's funny. He just moved to Delaware, but I'll leave that alone. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> now just, you know who I know what you're talking about. No, KG. <laughs> no. Let me get you somebody else, though. No. 
But I'm about to say there are guys out there who wouldn't be upset not to receive. I'm a person who I don't. Um, you don't I've get never, that? It, or it depends on how much I've been drinking. Let's call it spade a spade. <laughs> Sober me doesn't really like it unless I'm like really into the person. Mm-hmm. But I had a couple drinks. <laughs> Maybe I'll slob on a knob. No, because some of my friends are like that. No, if he doesn't like that, I can't be with him. She was like, because that's my chance to take him over, dominate him. Let's go. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm cool oh. if he don't want it. I ain't that girl. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's kind of a problem for me if he don't want it. Not for me. <laughs> I'll be like, what? Like, I'll be like, really? Or like, and I know guys hate this, but when guys be like, oh, I don't come from here, I'd be like, mm, no, no. Challenge. <laughs> like, but I, guys that don't come from here hate when people be like, let me try. It's because you ain't had me yet. Like, they mm-hmm. hate when people say that because they like, don't you think I would have tried that already? Like, I'm not that girl. Yeah. If a guy says, I don't come from here, I'll be like, okay, great. You want to watch a movie? Like, I. <laughs> You I ain't got nothing movie. to prove. I ain't got nothing to prove. <laughs> nothing to prove. <laughs> but since it came up, but do you regularly masturbate or have you ever masturbated before? Not really. If I'm like, if I can't go to sleep, <laughs> okay. then yeah. Okay. I'm serious, but like really, I, it's not really like a... Ooh. That's the only time you think to do it. Yeah, for real. Because I really just, I, be, I really be chilling. Mm-hmm. That's funny. So... Mm-hmm. Like, then what are your feelings about, like, the sex positivity movement and things like the slut walk and, like, being sexually liberated? Like, do you feel like you can be a part of that movement while being a virgin? I mean, do I feel that I can be a part of the slut walk movement while being a virgin? Sure, yeah. Could you, would you go? Or could, do you feel like you could go? And the slut walk being that, women can be as 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 sexually liberated as they choose to be yep i mean yeah why not yeah i will say i think the i think the the core of that is choice exactly mm-hmm. and whether you choose to have sex mm-hmm. or choose not to then that's that the whole be okay. point yeah I that we are active in the choices we want to make as women i agree as sexual beings yeah, like, yeah. if if freaking 21 savage who's not even a woman can be out there holding up a hind saying i'm a slut then why not? We're all sluts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of being a slut. Yeah. <laughs> You're never alone. <laughs> <laughs> did your, when you were younger, did your parents talk to you about sex or like? I mean, I asked my dad and he actually told me the real answer. I was like, ugh. Wait, you said, for this. <laughs> but yeah, no, but it's just, it's never like, I just, you know, when all my friends was getting into stuff, I was just, I was chilling for real because I was like, no, I did. I, my whole thing was I didn't want to have a child. I did not want to have a baby, and I'm like, the only way I know for fact not to have a child is boom. So I was like, boom, clink it down. Then in college, I was like, you niggas is dirty. No, 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 no. You had her. You was with him. You was with him. And I'm not doing this. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. And then remember when <laughs> when I talked to that DJ? Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> So he came over one night in the middle of the night and I didn't expect that. And my heart was racing because I was like, I gotta take a shower. I don't know what I'm about to do. Like, what's gonna happen right now? And I was like panicking. So I was like, please don't come, please don't come. I was like begging you, please do not come. I really don't feel comfortable. So he wound up, he like was knocking on the back door and towers. I never let him in. I was like, I'm really sorry. I just do not feel comfortable with you coming over. Because mm-hmm. I was I was really about to have like a panic attack. And then this is where I was talking to 
where he was playing game because I was like, you know what? I think you're cute. You think I'm cute. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. But he respected me too much not to do it. I was like, oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> and then there was the 2014 incident. And then from now, it's just like, I'm chilling. Like, if I want to literally just have sex, I could do that. But I'm right. just chilling. Right. Do you think that any of your perceptions of sex would be different if your parents, like, talk to you more about it when you were like younger like even before middle school or high school like young young yeah like what age did you even learn about sex like I know I was eight when I I mean I had an older brother and I remember one time he was on the computer and he went to go to the bathroom and I went to go use the computer after him and like porn popped that was the first time I ever saw porn I was like what the fuck is this and he was I was like God, what is this? He was like, oh my God, why are you on the computer? So that was like the first time I ever saw like body parts other than mine. I was freaked out. <laughs> Cause I was like, oh my gosh. But I don't think it would be any different. Mm-hmm. Cause like I said, it was a choice. If I wanted to have sex, I could have. You know, like, I, I have to challenge that. I yeah. think I really do have to challenge that. Now I get it. If you wanted to, you could, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think it's, it, you didn't seem to have a lot of conversations about sex or what it means or what you do as a child or adolescent oh you yeah, know my nana evenly yoked it was evenly yoked and don't have no children that's yeah. right and it. i think that does make a difference on how we feel about sex how mm-hmm. we feel about joining in sexual mm-hmm. activity and things like that yeah i think it all impacts it now i ain't no therapist or nothing so i right. can't do nothing like that yeah. but i do think how we learn about sex Mm -hmm. how we see sex via obviously what we consume or family or friends or whatever i think that does impact our own feelings about it and obviously as an adult you will establish how you feel about it or how you Mm -hmm. participate Mm -hmm. but i do think what we learned as children adolescents that doesn't that does impact the way you view sex right because like for me all my parents would say it was just don't do it like that was it if and they would say that when like a sex scene came on in a movie they'd be like just, just don't, don't do, do it, it or just wait like that was it <laughs> that was it and so because it, it, we didn't talk about sex we didn't talk about relationships or anything like that when i did it but i was in my first relationship and then it ended you were so like kind of petrified because you were like oh my god I'm not a virgin I gave it to this Mm -hmm. person I thought I was supposed to be with this person for the rest of my life and now I feel Mm -hmm. terrible about myself because Mm -hmm. I like now I'm not this thing that I was always told that I was supposed Mm -hmm. to be and I do think because we don't talk to kids enough about relationships and about sex that it can feel like the end of the world when that first relationship ends and I can I imagine. Feel like you see that so much with young girls that that first relationship can like really be life-changing I mean we just saw with um I forgot the rapper's name his daughter committed suicide after her boyfriend broke up with her that was her first Ooh, oh my God. because it can be so detrimental it, like it feels like such a loss because you have not learned enough about relationships and sex growing yeah, up I didn't hear about that I'm sorry to hear there's, that there's a lot of women who will look back on their first time and be like I shouldn't have did it with that person or I should have waited a little bit more mm-hmm. before I did it I get that too from women all the time well, oh KG like, you're not missing nothing oh if I could have I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna say I hear it all the time okay so from men it's a challenge from women it's like a like go ahead girl like you ain't met nothing i wish i could still be a virgin these niggas ain't shit okay, well, now i am glad that this is so long passionate okay so the way i learned about sex 
And there was something my mother always said was like, make sure you having sex because you want to have sex, mm-hmm. not because of the guy or anything like that. And she was like, and think enough about it. She'll always say, if y'all broke up, would you regret having sex? Mm-hmm. Would you have a regrettable experience? She was like, make sure you're in the center of it and that you're doing it for you and no other reason. And I feel like that helped me to have unregrettable sexual experiences. Now, was every sex round resulting in an orgasm no no but, but i don't regret yeah. but i don't regret anything i've done and so yeah. that's what i feel like that's what it is the more conversations about sex and importance for women because it's always this pressure mm-hmm. when we have sex with someone where we're choosing someone um and i used to have i mean hey if you listen to the show <laughs> you guys know i've had problematic views on slut shaming and shit like that mm-hmm. because of society because of what it puts on you as a woman when you decide to have sex let alone have sex the way you want to and that could mean having right i mean college could have been so much more fun I, if i wasn't worried about it i'm so serious if i wasn't i was so stressed about not being oh about God, being a like yeah yeah like i was so stressed about it <clears throat> college could have been so much more fun. i think college could have been fun for me if i would have stepped away from a certain <laughs> someone that i should have just stepped away from <laughs> but it was just like always being worried about but being seen pressure. as this person mm-hmm. and feeling like i gotta keep my number low or blah 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 like all oh, of yeah, these the body things. Counts yeah if none of that existed i would have had so, much so like for you do you feel like i know it's, it was ultimately you wanted to you would like it to be special or a level of care mm-hmm. Did any of that run in your mind, especially as someone you identify as a Christian? That's a part of it. I know yeah. when I oh, lost yeah. my virginity, I felt guilty. I was like, I've sinned. I'm going to hell. Like, Lord, I, and that's me. one of the benefits of me being 30 and this me being in this state. A lot of that stuff of, oh, I have to be with him forever. I, I'm feeling like a lot of that worry and all that guilt, I don't I don't go through because I'm 30. And I understand stuff at a from a 30-year-old perspective versus 18. Like, I understand that if I were to do that, and, you know, to me, I know it would be a sin, but, you know, sins can be forgiven. I'm not just going in there like, oh, let me just send it up real quick and I can be, no, but you know what I'm saying? I, I understand I that. I understand that if it doesn't work out with him, that at least I felt that it was, you know, like I said, in 2014, I was fully prepared. <laughs> I was ready. It was going to God, I'm actually low-key pissed. <laughs> it did not happen. Oh, but it's, this is what it seems like, though. It seems like you wanted it to happen in 2014 so that you could be hoeing it up. Like it's No, so I just really it. liked him, and I thought he was attractive, and I he liked me back, and he was attractive. And I was like, yes. Okay, so I could just, I'll just tell the story. So yes, it was I 2014. say what happened in 2014. <laughs> and um, I met this guy on GroupMe. Um, he was a Q and he was coming to Philly for their uh, convention for their clave or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So he was from Virginia and him and his LB was driving up. So the whole night I was texting him, he was texting me, I was texting him, he was texting me. I was going in and out of sleep, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they get to Philly and I was, and I didn't have a car in 2014, which is why I'm so pissed because the reason why we didn't get the link is because he couldn't make it over the bridge to me. Mm-hmm. And the ride that I was going to get to Philadelphia they left me like they never like I missed the call whatever and they dipped I was like right so the whole night I'm just like okay so what if I take Uber over there he was like yeah I'll pay for it I was like bet Uber prices were out of this world I'm like I don't want you to pay all this money to get there so basically it was just like we just missed each other and I was like 
are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I was hot. You have to make plans. I was say y'all never reconnected. No, he has a whole child now and a whole basically fiance. I mean, okay. but like later in 2014, right? Is what I oh, no, 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 no. After that, it, we just kind of like fell off. Okay. But um, that was me because I was just so embarrassed. I was like, I was talking all this shit. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, but that's another thing I know is you do be talking a lot of trash when it comes but to. But no, like, no, 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 no. I, Ooh. people need to look and listen because I know what I say and I say what I say and I say it specifically. I don't say things that I do. You have to look at what I say mm-hmm. when I say things. You have to, because people interpret it how they want to interpret it. I okay. know what I'm All saying. Right. I never said, oh, I'm a throw uh, it back and I'm a, no, man, I make uh, sure I, I what I what say, I never lie. I no, never but lie. the way you're trying to explain it right <laughs> it now, make you sound guilty. it makes me feel like you be talking some mess. I don't be like, oh, I'm a throw it back. I ask a lot of questions. I ask like, oh, you ready? I was like, am I? Like, I ask a lot of questions like, if I haven't uh, said anything previously, I, mean, I believe I believe Cindy. You be, <laughs> no, you I'm I'm telling you, I talk trash, but what I say is what I mean. But you people don't, can interpret it how they want. Well, okay, but I, I would like to say that I don't think you give even the perception that you're vanilla in most situations mm. where you talk about sex. It make you're like you don't. Come she across. comes off spicy. Yeah, like like. You oh, because this really it's sweet for chandeliers, KG. Because you in, no, you vanilla. Because <laughs> in group me and stuff, it's just easy. Like it's easy to throw up a gift. It's easy. It's like because it's like group me. Like it's easy to just throw up a, a sex gift or a sex meme or quote a lyric. Or it's just easy to do that. But, but why so, is it always ha- like? Is that is that? It, I'm, I feel like you're trying to be liberated. Like, I want it, but I want to. <laughs> it's a crap. But I want to say, maybe, just maybe, my friend, you're just not vanilla. Like, I'm like... No, I am. There's not... There's, I mean, there's certain things I'm... I'm, Because maybe I... Because, like, what is vanilla? Like, just working with that stuff. Like, I'm not with the choking stuff. I'm not with the backdoor stuff. (laughs) I'm not with the slapping or none of that. None of that stuff appeals to me. I want to challenge your thinking again. (laughs) And just to say that... There, there have been moments where I've been like, no, no, where today I'm like, yes, yes. So all I'm going to say is when you do open up Pandora's box, I'll be very curious to see how vanilla you really are. Yeah, I ain't with like, choking stuff. I feel like uh-uh. it's easy. I'm just saying, I know that yeah, I Yeah, you are always learning ourselves. Sexually. You're learning yourself. Yeah. And like, in the, there was a time where I wouldn't have wanted to be choked. I mean, even on this show, I've talked about it. Yeah. And then it happened. <laughs> and now I feel a little differently about it. So all I'm saying is you never, you may be vanilla with sprinkles on top. Just say, give yourself more, I, I just give say, yourself room. Cause I just feel like you claiming it right now. It's yeah. like, no, but I'm talking all that shit. You ain't vanilla. I was about to say, I, but you love, you do enjoy a uh, little sex talk. You like talking about sex. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, I'm not a prude, you know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And I sometimes I feel like I have to not. I don't, let me rephrase. I don't feel like I have to keep up. But if well, that's the problem, talk about it. No, 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 no. No, look, but it's not. I'm, I'm not saying of any sort of the way people pre- present themselves. Because let's be clear, millennials. We're statistically, we're really not having as much sex as we talk about. They, no, babies are down, which I don't understand. I see children all day on my timeline. 
I know, but I'm saying I do think people present themselves mm-hmm. more sexual or having like these crazy sex lives that they don't have. I think sometimes we do present things and if you are a virgin or someone who just doesn't have as much sex because I'm a person where I like I haven't had as many sexual partners as I feel like people around me at times that has made me feel like do I not have enough experience yeah, do I yeah, not yeah. because I don't have as many partners I'm saying for someone who hasn't had sex I can understand if you did feel a, a slight nudge it's not saying it's I don't think it's a bad thing I think it's a human natural thing to feel like okay because mm-hmm. I know I do just with me not having a lot of partners sometimes I have felt like maybe I didn't have enough experience or maybe people and I've had to like check myself and be like well no Shanae that's not the case right so I'm just saying if it was I don't think it's a bad thing I think it's a human thing mm-hmm. to maybe feel like you want to slightly keep up or to be like even though you haven't had sex you do know what sex is you know sexual mm-hmm. things it could be the same thing is all I'm saying true I see what you're saying I get it and also at the time it was because I was plus size where I wasn't like mm. that was one of the big factors in college though I can honestly say I was like I was like mm-mm Anybody finna play me? Anybody finna talk about me? Because I'll slit your throat. Like it's not going down. But I've overcome that. So, so you felt one. like you had to overcompensate because you were plus size. Not overcompensate, but that's one of the reasons why I really, I in college for I didn't have really didn't have sex or have any sexual encounters. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, no, don't touch me, don't touch me. Because this is this African kid <laughs> in choir who used to always just grab like people's bellies and he would do it to me. I'm like, can you please stop doing that to me? Mm-hmm. Stop it. But yeah, I'm over that shit. stuff. I can't curse on here, right? Yes, you over can. Girl, I, mean, I, I said shit earlier. Right. So <laughs> you can say whatever you want on here. Well, I was going to ask that. I was going to say dating as a plus. I mean, we're all plus size. Right. And so I feel like, well, Sydney, you're on the cusper now. I'm still fat. You're questionable. We have, there's an earlier episode, folks. Is Sydney fat where we talked about this? I am still fat. And I wanted to ask do you feel like being plus size has that negatively impacted dating for you? Because I know for me, I'm definitely very much. I'm very conscious of, I'm very aware, like even on dating apps, mm-hmm. I'm like, I got full body pictures on that, honey. Yeah. Hey, trying to catfish, know exactly what you're about to get. Yeah. And a lot of times I've seen, and I guess I feel lucky as I be on TikTok a lot these days, because mm-hmm. TikTok is funny. I've found plus size TikTok. And so like hearing them talk about some of their dating experiences or lack of, or just some of the insecurities, I feel slightly lucky that I haven't had as many failures because i know negative that experiences. negative experiences because yeah. like whether you're big or not those negative experiences because you have long legs too niggas like long legs <laughs> <laughs> they do <laughs> that can um influence how you think about things do you feel like you being plus size impacted dating are you feeling comfortable with guys and then let alone going into like a physical space because i know like I had to get comfortable with my fat. Yeah. For me. Yeah, even now, it's like I'm very, I don't want to say I have walls up, but I'm very cautious yeah. going into things. I'm be, like, I'm very cynical. That's why I'm like, I always question things, second guess things in the beginning stages. When I get to know somebody rather than, yeah, but going into something, I'm always like, 
very cautious. Cause my whole thing is like, you're not gonna play me because I would like, I'll like rip your face off. And you feel like when you say metaphorically, you, not rarely, you huh? feel like, cause I do feel like sometimes um, the heteros can think plus size women are more uh, insecure. We have low standards. Yeah, like, that's another thing. Men just do whatever to us. I'm like, no, it. no, and that's not no. the case. That's another thing. Men will be like, well, this one guy, I, I swear, I lied to you. And I, I put this on, I lied to you. Now, he said, well, I could talk to you, but you, it has to be a secret because, you oh, know, God. I probably wouldn't talk to you in person. I was like, I hope oh, your no. mother dies and blocked him. Jesus Christ. Oh, no, because I was just so offended. Like, just the, the amount, I was, I, I was, if you could have probably, you probably saw steam radiating off of me. I was like, are you, like, first off, I, I was raised by a father, too. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you're nowhere near the. Nobody's that cute, but for you especially, my G, you, you, you're lucky. I am talking to you. What do you mean? Like, I was so mad, and I was like, oh, I was. I remember that. I can remember that feeling. Like, and I remember I was so mad that I just took a shower and I wanted to sleep crying. That's like that's how pissed I was. I was like, oh, mm, I remember that. I remember that was sophomore year. I remember that so vividly. Yeah, because that's just. Like that's beyond inappropriate. Honestly. Yeah, like, <clears throat> sir, it's disrespectful. Very disrespectful. Yeah. And do you, yeah. Do you use dating apps? I actually, I was on Hinge, mm-hmm. and then I got it? off because I thought there was a serial killer on there. Oh lord. And now I have Hinge downloaded again. I just haven't filled it out. Gotcha. I tried Plenty of Fish. I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. Bumbles for white women, and. <laughs> That's it. I think I think for Bumble you gotta you gotta Bumble's for white women. No, I don't think so. Listen, <laughs> I'm saying when you get on there, you're totally gonna get white dudes a lot at first. But it's like you gotta do the algorithm. Bumble <laughs> is for white women. I don't think it is. I see a lot of colors on mine now. <laughs> you have to I had to flush through the white men. <laughs> No, I ain't got the time. I might try black, but that's too tender. So I I like hinge. Like hinge, I think you don't have to have a dissertation. You know, I like hinge. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again eventually. Like especially last year in the pandemic, I was like, hinge was like Instagram for me. I was like, ooh, who can I see? I was trying out different races and stuff just to spice it up. Okay. I had no intentions on dating them. I just was like, oh, what's on here? You were just bored. Basically. Pretty much, Lord. <laughs> and so you said that you try not to bring up that you're a virgin too early at all, right? Yeah, no, but I don't try to hide it. Right. I don't because the sex conversation comes up nowadays fairly quickly. Like, hey, what you doing? Hey, how are you? What's your name? Oh, it's Christina. What's your name? K- Kenny G. Oh, you like your ass ate? What? Wait, what? <laughs> but the thing is, I don't feel like it should. I, yeah, I, I, I don't like that. I don't like that. Is yeah, no, that that stuff I don't I don't take kindly to. I don't like that either. I feel like one that means your intentions aren't pure. Well, right. I personally think in a hetero <laughs> men woman, because I, I can only speak on that, I think men should let the women lead with the sexual stuff. Cause if she wants to have sex or she's ready to like move in that direction, we let the dude know and it's very clear. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if we're just getting to know someone 
follow her pace with the conversation. If she starts with something sexual, then you know that, okay, this is, this is, I'm going to go down this path. Mm -hmm. But if we're having a conversation and then you just randomly go, when the last time you had sex? What does this have to do? We've just talked about you in school for IT. Like, how do we get? (laughs) I don't like that. Especially like. The last time I had sex, none of your business, first Mm -hmm. of all. I would never bring that up as if I haven't like, I would never bring that up if I haven't like video chatted with somebody or at least maybe go on a date. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to even have you, I don't even want that to be a factor in your brain before I feel like that could be a possibility. Right. I don't bring up sex until I want to have sex. So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. In a for in a heterosexual situation, mm-hmm. I'd say men let the women kind of lead that. Did you ever see somebody be like, I just want to have sex with him? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, did you ever did you ever swipe on them or like act on it? No. Oh. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> it's like you didn't care my answer. Was. <laughs> <laughs> she really didn't. I'm sitting here like, well, typically, if I see someone who's really attractive, my first thought isn't like sexual, but I still need, like, you gotta make me, mm. I need a mm. little something, something. There's some men. But some men, I'll be like, oh, he's fine. I'm, but when I'm interested in a guy sexually, he knows, and guess what? We do it. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Let the woman mm-hmm. leave because, like, she will let you know whether it's softly or loudly. And I'm on the louder end, especially now. I could be very really? about it. What? I said I wouldn't have guessed that for you to be on the louder end. Why? You don't give louder end vibes. That's so funny. <laughs> you're probably the first person to ever say that. And people literally, I really think you're the first person to ever say that to me. <laughs> she makes me feel like a good girl. Oh my god. That behavior. That's behaving badly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm very direct with it now. I mean, I, I'm in a point now with my myself and my body my sexuality i'm very open when i'm interested in someone sexually where mm-hmm. a couple of years ago i definitely would have been more like waiting for him to make the move or but mm-hmm. I'm much more vocal now um but i feel like that just took time of me getting comfortable with myself but like yeah. now if i want to bang somebody they'll know and i put it out there like hey what's up i want to bang somebody man? what's goody <laughs> Pull your dick out. No, oh my Jesus. No, look, uh, I'm, I, I'm not I'm that loud. I mean, unless we like, okay, I probably would say that to a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would mm-hmm. say that to a boyfriend. Yeah. Pull it out. How do you feel about people saying that you don't know, you don't know your sexuality until you've tried? So, for example, I think that's stupid as fuck because I don't find women attractive. And I've had many a stud try to, to give me that. I'm like, do you drink battery acid? Oh my God. No, because it's like, it's one thing to be, I understand you want to get holler at me. Okay, thank you. I'm flattered, but no. But mm-hmm. when you try to cross that line after I said no numerous times, okay. now I have yeah. to be ignorant. That's inappropriate. So it's like, I've never tried battery acid, have you? Oh no. I want you to try, have you tried battery acid? No, no, so, so, so therefore, you know, you haven't like, experienced it, but you know that. you don't want it. <laughs> the same thing. Like, if I was attracted to women, I'd be attracted to women, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't see women and be like, ooh, the same feeling, no. Because the finance nigga, yes. You know. But would you be okay dating a guy that was also attracted to other guys? No. Hell no. We've had this conversation. I know, I know but yeah. not. But why not? <laughs> because I just wouldn't feel comfortable with it. I can't tell you why. I just would not. Don't you feel like... You know what? Because it's hard enough trying to make sure you're not cheating on me with a woman. 
Don't do that. I'm it. not going to be out here trying objective. to make sure you don't cheat on me with a man either. Okay. Because, but monogamy let me say monogamy. this. Let me say this. As a person, I'm going to go back to insecure. Right. Season one. That's what we were talking about. Where yeah. I felt that way. I said it on the podcast. I was like, now I got to worry about the other. But I had to sit with that. That is still rooted in what? Homophobia. It yeah. really is. Yeah. I don't think it's someone, homophobia. It is. It is because if you're choosing to be with someone in a monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. if they cheat, they cheat. Whether it was with a man or a woman, it does not matter. Right. They cheated. Right. So even if a bisexual man is like, I'm choosing KG, I want to be with KG, that's it. Period. The same way you choose him, he chooses you. There is no, what if I got to be worried? If you got to be worried about what your partner's looking at, you shouldn't be with your partner, period. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it really is rooted in homophobia. Like, I had to stay. And it there. might be, but that's how I feel, man. I, I just couldn't do it. And you, uh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I still hope you expand. Yeah. As a person who used to think that way, I just think expanding and reading and 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 really sitting with it you'll be able to see from a different perspective i'm not saying anybody who would want somebody like that is a is bad or wrong no i I would not want i wouldn't want a man who wants a man (sighs) (laughs) but but i feel like if you don't want people to be like i don't want to be with someone that's a virgin i would think that you would try to open up your thinking um to ensure that you're not doing the same thing that you don't want done to you it's not a, i mean at the end of the day people do have and i and i don't want to sound you dismissive when i say this people do have preferences yeah. and i don't like i said i don't want to sound dismissive i don't want to sound you know like but the, a lot of preferences are rooted in problematic things though but that's still somebody's preference of, of, you you of, can't you can't you can't help oh, those types of that. thoughts no, I mean you can because, like you said, you used to you used to think one way, and now you don't. So you can help that, but I feel like. But that was me choosing to be open and to see that and understanding that there was a root to my thinking that was negative. We are all influenced to think a certain way, and I think it takes effort to sit and say, "All right, let me really." Think I don't think that. that's negative, though. I think that I think it would be negative if I thought that you were less of a person. Because that's what you feel. But but you're essentially saying that people that are bi are less of people because you have to worry about them cheating doubly than a regular. No, that's me having to worry. You can be bi and date somebody straight and not have a care in the world. But that's just me. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to sound like a... I'm not trying to sound like a white male, actually. That's what I'm trying not to sound like. Like a, well... Da, 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 da. But it's like, I I understand that everybody does have their preferences. And I don't think that me not wanting to date a man who likes other men and you choosing to date a man that has, I don't think there's nothing wrong with either or. I think, I think this is my thing. If you can acknowledge that your preference is based on something problematic, then it's like, whatever. And I'll give you an example. For me, I had a debate with a person about whole taking the last name thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. I will take your last name, but I need you to understand that it's rated in patriarchy. And if you can acknowledge that, then cool, I'll take your last name. If you cannot acknowledge that, then I'm hyphenating. Like, no, I'm not going to do this. I need you to understand what it's based in for because I can't, like, I'm not just going to agree to something all willy-nilly. And he was like, yes, it's based in patriarchy, hands down. He knows that point blank period. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll take your last name. Like, no question. Wait, 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 wait. You, you have a boyfriend, Sydney? No. <laughs> 
but that that was just an example. She, <laughs> look, <laughs> Let me uh to come back this. to the point of we still have to acknowledge what our preferences are based in, and a lot mm-hmm. of our preferences are based in something problematic. And acknowledging what it's based in does not necessarily mean that your preference is ever going to change or that it's going to change overnight. But understanding what influenced that preference, I think, is important to learning more about ourselves and our impact on society as a whole. And as much and and to piggyback off of that, as much as we think we're free thinkers, mm-hmm. we're not. A right. lot of how we think and operate has. Yeah, I mean, we, we grew up. I don't think anybody out here is just as much of a free so you're, you're influenced saying, right so that's why i'm saying i'm hoping with time you may view it another way yeah but to me for people to view it another way they have to be open to it and right now frankly you're not so yeah. it is what it is i mean but who's to say that the way that you're viewing it is right oh it's not problematic be open to someone's but i don't think that i'm problematic either because just because i personally do not want something like that if we i would say that i'm problematic if i'm like well I don't want that, and you're wrong for feeling that way too. I, that's very problematic. Just thinking that someone else is wrong because of what they do, that's not the only way to be problematic. Because I, I think you think that it's not problematic as long as you don't be- devalue other people um, for thinking that way. It's the and same. know that you're not doing that. It's the same for guys like, I don't want to date a fat girl. That's my preference. That's rooted in fat phobia. In, re- in fat phobia. Yeah. And that's wrong. Right. And he can still not end up with somebody that's plus size and that's fine, but he needs to understand what that's rooted in. And it can't just be understanding of that because his mama is fat. No, I need you to understand where that comes from and why that exists. Because we know we live in a culture. Yeah. That don't check for fat people, period. Right. It's media, music, all over the place. So as much as people will say, that's just my preference, you've been designed to think that way right 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 and that's the same reason why just using that example there are plenty of men who will say that but secretly mm-hmm. want to be exactly. with women and that's why that guy did that have sex with them exactly. that's still rooted yep in that shit so look because mm-hmm. he did he didn't have a problem acknowledging to you that he wanted to be with you but he, he had a problem that acknowledging that to else. the world and so look you know, see what y'all saying. I get it. I did. I disagree. I mean, but we can agree matter. to disagree. Not gonna, that's how you think. That's how you think. We just don't agree. We <laughs> gotta leave it at that. You know what you I mean? Know wrong. And that's the thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with just disagreeing. People make a big uh, deal. Like I, wouldn't say that <laughs> I, I don't agree with. I don't that. agree with that either. For, for my for my close friends, there are things that we just can't agree to disagree on, and so we gonna have to fight it out until we're on the same page, and or. I have to question why I'm friends with that person. I just, I, and I have before, unfortunately, agreed to disagree with too many things that were a part of my core values. And you end up with somebody that you like, I don't agree with none of this person and blah. Now, do you see, yeah, there's core values. Yes, there's certain things. Like if I, when I do get a husband and stuff, we can't not be on the same page about certain things. I totally get that. But if this is one of those things, I mean, I, it would suck. That I couldn't be friends with somebody, but I don't think that this particular issue is something that I mean, well, it might be. I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell what people's core values are. So yeah, exactly. Because I was about to say it could definitely be a core value for it's a just close not... friend. And they, it could be a limit for them. Maybe it hasn't been, but that's just an example. But mm-hmm. it takes me to my next question. What are some of your perspectives about sex that have changed 
over since you're 20 well you just turned 30 so it's not like 30s but <laughs> oh thank you how nice <laughs> but what what are some of your views about sex that have changed since like before college to now uh, I do like I don't think a woman who had a lot of partners anymore is a whore or a slut that I don't think anymore um I do believe, well, I always knew men, like, I, I hold men and women to the same accountability when it comes to having a lot of partners. Like, mm-hmm. I won't say that, oh, a man is the man because he has a lot of, no, you're, you're, no, sir. You could have potentially had all these children. You're breaking all these hearts. What is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. I would never want to raise a man like that, ever. I will, I really, when, if I have a son, do not do that. Mm-hmm. I need you to take accountability because, like you said, uh, unfortunately, a girl, she killed herself because right. she thought she was going to be with this. So it's, you know, I'm not going to be, I don't want a husband who's like, oh, my daughter is like on this pedestal. She can't do anything, but my son, yeah, get it in, son. Mm-hmm. I don't want that under my house. That's not going to fly. Yeah. Um, And I used to be like, oh, yeah, you know, he's the man. Well, no, no, sir, you're not. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's pretty much everything else. Like I said, pretty much the same. Do you think you will intentionally try to talk about sex with your children early? Or earlier than you were introduced to sex, right? I think I'll have to. The way society's moving, I won't have a choice. Mm. I can I can understand that, but also mm-hmm. regardless of society, I know for me, I, there are definitely things that I want to have that conversation with my children mm-hmm. earlier than it was brought to me. Just because, yeah, I was already thinking about, it, I was already talking about it with friends. I was already learning about it from friends where mm-hmm. I could have had a relationship with family members where I could have felt more comfortable to go to them to talk about it. Even when it, something is brought up in school, going home, because like Shanae says all the time, she has that relationship with her mom that you can mm-hmm. go home and be like, what is this? And if I were to ask something like that, I felt like, I don't know, because I never did it, but when I was younger, mm-hmm. I used to feel like I would get in trouble if I asked. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to create that environment. With my yeah, family. no. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to come to me and ask me whatever it is, even if it's asking can they buy a condom? I want them to be able to come to me and ask that. Oh, and- my babies. <laughs> I don't even have children yet. I'm about to say, they're not even here. <laughs> they're not, but this is- you worried about them having sex. What? Like, what? <laughs> no, man, because I want to be my children to be as innocent for as long as possible, but, but see- like, but having sex problem. is not a loss of innocence, though. And that's the problem. It's though. not Parents a to loss of innocence. Everything from children. My, I asked about sex eight years old. That didn't make me want to go have sex. A lot of times people, a lot of times. If anything, it creeps you out. <laughs> not asking about sex, but like. I was like, why would anyone do such a thing? <laughs> and as I kept growing and, and I would go to my mom and ask her questions, like then my mom would just tell me and we would talk about it. Yeah. To me that made me pump the brakes where everyone else was so um their curiosity was killing them they didn't have nobody to talk to about it mm-hmm. or what they were personally feeling what their bodies were feeling so they're just out there doing whatever i personally think first of all one your kids are gonna have sex and to me trying to act like they're not because you want to you have urges is weird so right. don't i mean i know have sex and you should want your kids <laughs> to make sex to make those sexual choices when they feel ready to right and so. safely True. I think we should be talking about it and not because society has changed. I think we should always be talking about sex because that's just a natural part of life. And talking to your children about it isn't encouraging them to do it. You're not saying, oh, no, not at all. You have sex, do it. And you're not protecting them from anything because 
if your kid, teenager wants to do it, they're going to do it whether you gave them tools or not. Yeah. My preference and, is for and them And I would be prefer safe. them to have tools and mm-hmm. make a rational, as rational as possible of a decision. Yeah. Then me saying, just don't do it. I'm trying to protect you. Right. And then they out here just doing whatever because we didn't talk about sex or what it means to have sex, what mm-hmm. it means to have sex. We have feelings with for a person, all that type of stuff. I feel like people should be people should have those conversations right no and i totally agree and when i say innocent it's the when i mean by that it's not that you know they're having sex so it's like they're taking innocence i know that now their feelings aren't just going to be theirs it's not going to be wrapped up into somebody else somebody else can break their heart and i don't want my child's heart to be broken because i don't want i know how that feels because I'm, I'm very much a protector type person so right. when i say they're losing their innocence it's like i can no longer just kiss the wound to make it okay it's that's never gonna that's not gonna fly i can't just be like Oh, you know, you know, I, I, I won't be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So when I say losing their innocence, when they get entangled with somebody else, and I know those feelings, I can't, you know, ha- how they're now introduced to that person is none that I can do, none that I would ever do with them. So it, it, when I say lose their innocence, it's just that mommy, you can't, won't be able to just make it better anymore. It's because you're getting in a gear, we're going to be older. But it's going to so many other anyway. that you can't just make better. They could be a, a classmate. That bullying them, them. That you oh no bullying i can make better best and believe no, that yeah. i would regulate you, like as much as you say you're not about to go knock nobody's face off so like you, the you, thing is your kid is going to be hurt. or you're going to end up in jail for beating up a child i know like, there's some things i will girl there's some things i will really go to jail for so you would rather go... protect your child from getting bullied and be in jail and not be able to be there for your child you won't be a long time in jail you it won't be a long time ago. I think it's I think it's a nice thought for us to think that we can always just kiss a boo-boo and make it all better. That's, but not, that's life. not life. It's for it's not. child. And when your child is a heartbreak, it's being there for your kid. Mm-hmm. And if you have open relationships with your kid, then you'll know about the heartbreak. That's the thing. Yeah. A lot of times parents don't even know because they don't have that relationship. Wait, they over, but so I just kid, need this part of you. So then the kid okay, isn't even talking to them so the parent don't even know they was having a hard time that's the whole thing like if my feelings are hurt i can always go to my mom period Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i know a lot of my well pretty much all of my friends did not have that relationship even if they have really good relationships with their parents it still was on that level Mm -hmm. where it could be like mom me my boyfriend broke up or i'm having this problem with a guy and they didn't feel comfortable for whatever reason whether they felt like the parents would start being a mom and not trying to hear them out like i think the whole thing of trying to be there for a kid really to me the key is open communication Mm -hmm. that even as a parent if you cringe they don't know you cringe like in the corner when they're not listening Mm -hmm. when they're not around because i know there are times my mother She's told me early, like now that I'm an adult, that there are mm-hmm. moments she was like, my God, why is she asking me this? <laughs> but she was like, I didn't want you to see that I was freaked out because then you would have stopped coming to me. Mm-hmm. So just answer me. And then when I left the room, be like, what the hell was that? <laughs> because she wanted to keep the communication open. And here I am, I'm almost 30. And I can talk to my mother about anything, any guy, any issue. She's typically the first person I talk to. And then it's Sydney, <laughs> or vice versa. Yeah. And they yeah, typically yeah. know the same amount of information. Sydney may know a little bit more because <laughs> she is my mother. <laughs> but, but, I, but she pretty much know all of it. But what I was going to say is I think the beauty of what the 
boundaries of the communication that you've been able to set up with your mother is that, and I've seen it happen. You go to your mom and you're like, okay, right now I need you as a friend, not as a mom. Because we do understand that our parents do have some kind of protection over us. And so if we tell them certain things, they're going to want to jump into action. We understand that. But being able to be like, uh, don't do that. Don't react like a parent right now. Be my, yeah, <laughs> be my friend. I think we sh- more parents should be able to do that naturally with their children because it's set up sets up a healthier environment plus once you get older and like you start having kids in reality you do end up being friends with your parents as much as they say that they never gonna be oh yeah right now yeah me and my dad is homeboys and (laughs) homegirls like so i just i think i i hope when you uh have children that you're able to have more open and honest communication with them about sex and about other things just about life yeah i feel like I think a lot of times parents, because they want to protect their child, they shield them mm-hmm. and, and then they don't the know how to handle life stuff. No, see, that's what I won't do. Because one of my best friends, Just God bless stuff. her, They're not her mother did that to her. She hit she hit college and it was, and I was like, I don't want to shield. I, I think I'm going to be in the middle. It was I, the, I think I was shielded and I still didn't hit college and go, Phew. I wish I did, but I did because I was still too worried about this perception that had been built up. And so I, I didn't. And so I think it's just, like you said, it's a healthy balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be in the middle. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I don't want to be in the middle. I want to be completely open with my kids. I don't even No. Yeah. I like to be a parent that my mother was. She was very, mm-hmm. still is, just was very open with me, even now if I need something or I need to talk to her about something that isn't a typical mother-daughter conversation, I still have it and we talk about it and it's cool. Yeah. And I actually feel grateful because I'm just really close with my family in general. Right. Mm-hmm. And now that all the cousins are pretty much adults, the relationships we have with our parents are so much more fulfilling. Personal, yeah. Even mm-hmm. the relations I have with my grandfather, like mm-hmm. talk more and more in depth where I feel like I'm getting to know them as a person and not just my mother mm-hmm. and not just my aunt and not just my grandfather, knowing them just as human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my aunt asked- that was talking at an early age. So now we're adults. Now we just be saying anything to each other, but I like it. <laughs> my aunt asked me to take sexy pictures for of her from my from my uncle, her husband. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the weirdest shit I've ever <laughs> beautiful. I think experienced that's in my life. Right, because you be you be taking some good pictures. So it's like I know, but I was like, <laughs> it's like I was just I was shy. I, I said yes because she paid me, but I was like, <laughs> I would have been what like, is going yeah, on. We're gonna you make you look picture, hot. It's like okay, put your boob here. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, this bag. is weird. That whole know, shoot, I was like, this is so weird. This is so weird. I would have been coaching my aunt. We're gonna take fire pictures. Arch your back, pout, stick it out. I would have been like, yes, that's it. Mm-mm. I was like, this is weird, but I did it. And they did look fire. Well, they're good. Just to round up, I think the last question I would ask is if your 15-year-old child came to you and asked. <laughs> to buy them a sex toy, would you do so? Oh, God. <laughs> no, I, no, 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 no. Would you no. just be like, I'll let you go buy it on your own and give them the money to do it? 15. 15. I'd be like, I tried to make it a good little healthy area. Yeah, that, and that's why. You're exploring. I'd be like, can you wait till you're 18, please? Oh, my God, really? And I'll take you myself. <laughs> 
I would ask, well, why do you want this? For self-pleasure. I thanks. Thank you. Is she just bought on her own? She made I mean Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I hope my kid just is Spencer still a thing? Well Amazon. Well, we didn't have Amazon and stuff like that when we were. I said, is Spencer still a thing? I don't know. He got out. Would I take them to do that? No. Would I take them to do that? I would not take them, but if they had one, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad that they did, mm-hmm. because, like you said, it's, I, it's all about you protecting yourself. But I would. I'm not taking my 15 year old child to get a sex toy. Absolutely not. No. That's I not hope happening. my child is smart enough that she just goes buys it. Yeah, family. Amazon cart will be up if I just see I really a purchase. Do. Honey, did you know? Have you? Oh, okay. I will process of elimination. And if I happen to see it. In her drawer or something, okay. And I'm gonna walk right out. I'm not even saying I, I don't I don't wanna do that. I think I would. I don't yeah, I wouldn't buy it for them, but I'm not yeah, gonna hold them I'm for not, having one. I, I hope she just goes by it. Yeah, I hope if they do that, just do it on your own. I don't wanna be involved but in at that. At fifteen, I have money. I could have bought a vibrator if I wanted to. Yeah, like don't I, you have a job I, at fifteen? Huh? Don't you have a job at fifteen? Some kids do, some, some don't, don't, but I, I had think, allowance. I don't think I did. Yeah, I got allowance. I wish I still got allowance. I had allowance. And then 16, I started working where I did have money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got my first bri- vibrator at 18. We were in college. Yeah. That was freshman year. So, like, right at Dover Mall. I, yeah. I never had a vibrator. So, you know what? I hope my child is just smart enough when she take her little job money or allowance and she just going to handle it. And if something go haywire, then she talks to me like, I feel like I got the wrong one. I'll say, what you buy? And then we'll talk this about big it. Thing. And I'll be like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't even use that. Where'd you buy this? Go slow, honey. God. Get you a bullet. <laughs> you got to work your way out to that thing. I have oh, one of those. Do you need a toy? Can <laughs> yes, you, that's why they ask. Can you go hump a blanket or something? <laughs> I mean, my God. You humped you hump up animals earlier than that. What were you about to yeah, babies be doing that. I was like, I never had a vibrator. I've had a bullet, but not a vibrator. Ain't a bullet just a type of vibrator? Yeah. Is okay. it? Oh. Yes. <laughs> it's a type. Yes. In the- a wand, a rabbit. They're yeah, all like the vibrators. It was like a little egg thing. It's a vibrator. I didn't like it. I threw it away. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> we'll be tagging you for our next giveaway. <laughs> so you can get one. <laughs> It was too. It was too intense. I didn't like it. I was like, um, yeah, I could understand. Like that's why I said you, you. I would want to inform them of things that may be too intense. Like I want to help them be introduced slowly. Sydney gonna have a whole YouTube channel. So this is me and my child, and we're gonna be trying out sex toys. Oh, hey, no, we're not I'm trying them out together. Like what? <laughs> She's just trying to inform the child. Right. I just now. want them to be informed about what they're getting. Shame I don't think the there's anything wrong with that. to say, pick one, dear. Right. <laughs> As a parent, I I, could, I that's nothing wrong with your child to be informed because then they can make the best decision. Exactly, exactly. I just hope they do it on their own. <laughs> I, I mean, I can only imagine at that point, like because I know they have like the family Amazon plans, and they do have one where your child can do mm-hmm. it. But I think the parent sees all of the purchases. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Amazon would be a fool to just have kids blindly buying stuff and parents can't well, see. I think at 15, I still would need, I don't even want my kid to be buying stuff a lot, unless it was out of like her 
account. You mm-hmm. can be charging mommy's account. No, you can have your no, own. No, 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 no. It's a family account. They can put in their information, but you still see what they buy. Oh, right. yeah. okay. I get it. I know that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, that was the last question. Did you have anything else you wanted to share with us today? Um, Girl. no, I'm trying to think. No, I mean, oh, so this is where we're wrapping it up. Do, do I yes, plug anything? Um, yeah, <laughs> okay, we're, we're done. <laughs> so, guys, like I said, I'm uh, KG, Miss Finesse in the Flesh. Uh, you can catch me on YouTube. Well, first of all, I have a podcast too, Not From Concentrate Podcast. Drops every Sunday at noon on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, you can catch me on YouTube at um, All Day Finesse, Finesse in This Fitness, and Finesse in This Tech. So if you want to lose weight together and talk about tech, talk about random stuff, holla at your Thank you very much for the good girls behaving badly. I listen to them every Monday <laughs> or Sunday whenever they drop. Mm-hmm. And I hope you listen to them too and love them like I do. Oh, <laughs> well, we appreciate that, KG. We appreciate you being on this episode. Yes, this was lovely. Thank you so much. So please, please, please make sure you follow KG on all of the platforms that she just mentioned. Keep up with her. And of course, follow us on all of our platforms, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. We just dropped some YouTube content. Go check that out. We did a vegan mukbang. That was very funny um, and entertaining. So go check that out. Email us all the time if you want to be a guest or anything like that. Goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.